The fact is, life still happens even when we're homeschooling. No matter how hard we try to insulate ourselves against all the craziness in the world, sometimes we can't avoid it. And while I don't have it all figured out, I do have some ideas. So grab some coffee or your favorite tea and let's have a little chat about what works when we're trying to homeschool and life just isn't cooperating. Welcome to the Simple is the New Smart podcast. I'm Zara Fagan, PhD, author of Minimalist Homeschooling and the creator of the Simple is the New Smart membership. And this is the place where we talk about how less really is more and how simple really is the new smart. This is the place for any homeschooler who wants to trade stress, exhaustion, overwhelm, and self-doubt for peace, clarity, confidence, and a sense of true abundance. It turns out that transforming our mindset really can transform our homeschools and our lives. We'll talk tips and strategies, stories and perspective, and interview people who have lessons to teach us. And I am just so happy that you're here. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to the Simple is the New Smart podcast. I'm Zara, and I am so happy to be with you here today. Today, we're talking about how to homeschool when you feel like you just can't. Maybe you're feeling burnt out, or maybe you're going through some sort of crisis or tragedy in your home, or a big transition or a change. All of these things can really put the brakes on homeschooling. And so I I feel like I need to start with a disclaimer today. And that is that I don't have it all figured out. So what I'm going to share today is retrospective. We are still in the midst when I'm recording this of the COVID-19 pandemic. There has been a lot of upheaval in our world over the past nine months or so. And so what I'm offering today are things that help me, but I am in no way an expert at this, right? I think that it's first and foremost, we need to be really honest and say that everybody gets derailed sometimes. Everybody loses their motivation. It's very easy in this go, 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 go busy world that we live in to get burnt out to feel stressed out, and to be distracted, quite honestly, by our own feelings. And part of the reason that I began minimalist homeschooling myself and that I share it with others is to try to remove ourselves from that rat race so that we can simplify and not feel so derailed by the stress and the distractions. And so what I'm going to say today are things that I have found that help me, and my hope is that they will also help you. So first of all, I always like to keep perspective. So having a difficult time is not anything new. You are not unusual for having a difficult time. You have probably had difficult times before. You will probably have difficult times again. And there's this idea that this too shall pass, right? William McClay says, all times are scary to those who are willing to perceive the difficulties and dangers around them. So anytime I start to feel overwhelmed with all of the things in my life that I cannot control, right? Because we're talking about homeschooling when we feel like we can't. A lot of times we feel like we just can't control the fact that we're burnt out. We can't fix it spontaneously and just be okay, right? We can't fix transitions. (laughs) If we have to move, if we have a new baby, that's something that isn't just going to spontaneously be all better. And similarly with tragedies and pandemics and all of the things that we have no control over, it's important to remember that 
We're not the only ones who have ever faced this. And the corollary to that is that our children are going to be facing tough times as they go through their lives. They are going to experience crises, tragedies, transitions, burnout, all of those things. And so I always like to remind myself that my kids are learning coping and adaptability skills by watching me. Our kids are learning what to do when times get tough by watching us. And this is the hardest advice for me to take is my own. So what would I encourage my children, maybe my grown children, if they were going through a similar situation How would I encourage them to handle it? How would I encourage them to treat themselves? And then am I willing to take my own advice? So the first thing that I would tell my future children, aka myself, is don't push through. Acknowledge how you feel or else those feelings just become a distraction. We're not helping ourselves when we try to just ignore it because if we are feeling burnt out or we are feeling really sad, if we are feeling really stressed, if we are feeling really nervous and panicked, if we have high anxiety, pushing through doesn't make those emotions go away. It just means that those emotions are now hindering our ability to move forward and they become their own source of distraction and a deterrent from us actually making progress in our days. And then we get even more frustrated because we're not making progress in our days. Does that make sense? So take the time to acknowledge the feelings. Don't plan to just push through and keep everything status quo, except that you're going to make some changes during this time. And that's okay. That's actually a good thing that everyone will be a lot happier. And you'll probably make a lot more progress if you're willing to make some changes during this time. Don't just act like everything's hunky-dory and you're just going to keep going along to get along and instead start to think about what is helping and what is harming during this time. So of course, I'm going to tell you to start purging some things, right? You're going to want to, during this time, keep perspective that you are one puzzle piece in this huge world that we live in. And I like to think that it's okay for me to spend some time making sure that my puzzle piece is beautiful. Every puzzle piece in the whole world may not be pretty, but it is worth contributing my pretty piece and the the pieces that my children contribute to the world, the pieces that my husband contribute to the world, all of those matter because if we have enough pretty pieces in our puzzle, then the mind can sort of fill in the gaps and still see the beautiful picture. So it's worth being introspective for a while. Mother Teresa said, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. And I think that it is really important during this time to actually withdraw a little bit and start thinking about what activities, distractions, people are doing more harm than good. And yes, I am looking at you, social media. If social media, for example, is not helping you during this time, if it's harming you more than it's helping you, then remove that out of your life. And we could say that about an infinite number of things in this world. If it is harming more than it is helping during this time, please, please, please purge it. Because what we're trying to do right now is to increase quiet and calm in our lives because we want to break any fight or flight response, right? When we feel anxious, 
or nervous or stressed out, there's an innate fight or flight response. And until we get to the point where we don't feel like there's a threat to our family or ourselves, until we feel like there's some stability and security in our lives, we're going to still be living in that fight or flight response. So my next recommendation to myself and my future children and to you is to go ahead and increase the quiet and the calm Focus on meditating, focus on having some thinking time. Don't allow yourself to simply continue to be bombarded with day-to-day life. Okay, so the next thing I want to say is use this as an excuse to simplify and streamline. Get back to basics. What is truly like required of you right now? Not all the extras that would be really nice if you could do them, What is really required of you now? How can you simplify? How can you streamline? How can you just get back to the basics, the things that make you feel good? And along those lines, how do you nourish yourself and move? Because it's really, really important to make sure that we are nourishing our bodies, that we're moving our bodies, that we're nourishing our hearts and our spirits, right? So how can you nourish yourself more and move more? I'm sure you've heard this, but I feel like I have to repeat it if we're talking about how to keep going when you feel like you can't, is ask for help or support and actually accept help or support that is offered to you. Next, I would say celebrate small wins like survival, progress, that you did something that day. So what I'm saying here is lower the bar. Lower the bar on what you see as outward progress because I like to think of this analogy as sort of like a computer or an operating system. When we're going through a tough time, we have a lot of apps running in the background. We have a lot of thoughts being processed, a lot of feelings being processed in the background that we may not even be aware of during these times. And so there's a lot of work going on there. There's a lot of mind work and heart work going on in the background. So even though our outward productivity may not reflect how hard we are working internally, there is still a lot of work going on. Does that make sense? So You're not necessarily going to see the benefits of all that processing that's going on internally until a much later date, but it's important for that processing to happen. And if we distract ourselves with doing all the things during that time, then it slows down those processes right? It slows down those background apps. You only have so much bandwidth. And so when we do less outwardly, it allows ourselves to process more inwardly in a more effective way. And so lower the bar on that outward progress that you're going to see and how much you get done in a day, because it doesn't mean that work isn't happening. Really important work is in fact still happening. Just you can't see it quite yet. Now, if you're feeling like, okay, Zara, this is all great, but I can't just sit around and eat bonbons all day. I get it. And so when we are going through a crisis or a transition or burnout, a lot of times we feel like we have no control over what's happening to us. And that's really disconcerting, right? Because if it is some trauma or tragedy, if it is a pandemic, if it is you have to move, if it is you have a new baby, these are things you can't fix. You can't control them. And so we have to, a lot of times, focus on what we can control to regain that sense of stability. Instead of just, you know, sort of wallowing in our despair, it is nice to focus. So I know I told you not to just push through 
give yourself some time, give yourself some space. In addition to that, we also need some focus. And I think it is beneficial to have some focus. I just think it's important that we shift our focus. So what works for me is focusing on what we can do, right? So we're getting back to that lower bar. We're going to simplify. We're going to streamline just the bare necessities and make sure those happen. And we're going to be really proud of ourselves when those happen because we know that we're using so much bandwidth on all of the internal processing that's going on right now. But we can also set ourselves some goals, some things to focus on during this time that are different in nature, that are really more nourishing. Like I said, not just eating the right foods, but we can nourish ourselves by thinking about what do I want to learn or what do we want to learn as a family? Because we're all homeschoolers here. What do we want to explore? What do I want to achieve? What do I want to indulge? So those are four questions I like to ask myself when I am out of sorts. When life happens and I'm having a hard time moving forward to focus on, okay, what do we want to learn? What do we want to explore? What do we want to achieve? What do I want to indulge? And to focus on those, we're still making forward progress, but it's probably very, very different than your average day and your status quo. When it comes specifically to homeschooling, I think that this is a really good time to also streamline and simplify that as well. We can definitely ask ourselves, what is most important right now? And how do I honor that? Also, if our children are in this transition, if our children are experiencing a crisis of some sort, then a lot of times taking a complete break is what's in order. And I want to give everyone permission to do that. You know your family best. Sometimes it's great to take a break. Sometimes our kids need the structure of having a day similar to the days that they experienced before. And so that can be a judgment call within your family. But regardless of whether you choose to take a break or to keep your routine the same, I think it's important to take a gentler approach. So maybe within your school, you can dial back the things that are unpleasant, the things that your children typically don't enjoy doing, and you can do more of what they do enjoy. And you can take a gentler approach. Maybe that means more read aloud snuggling on the sofa because that's what everybody needs right now. Maybe that means more outside time and play time because your children need a release. But ask yourself during this time with your homeschooling of what is going to be more difficult now that we are going through this and what's going to help us get through this. Do more of the things that are going to help right now, trusting that in the future you can switch that proportion. You can reverse that proportion, right? So if you're doing more read alouds now and less math, trust that as things settle down and as you're all feeling better, then you can shift that proportion in the future and do more math and fewer read alouds. Does that make sense? So the beauty of homeschooling is that we have this flexibility and we don't have to just push through with the status quo. We can take a gentler approach, whether that means taking a complete break or whether that means adjusting how we approach our homeschool to be something that is more relaxing, more encouraging, less stressful for everyone involved. With that said, if this is a situation where it's only affecting you as the parent teacher and your kids are sort of oblivious, so this happens a lot with burnout and this is scheduled to air in March. So in the United States, a lot of us are experiencing burnout about that time. I live just outside Chicago. So that's a lot of months of dreary weather and being largely trapped inside together. So the burnout affects me, I think more than my children. 
although they do get a little antsy about that time too. So in those cases, I can take the pressure off of myself. And this is where we troubleshoot or problem solves for ourselves as parent teachers. How do we make it easier on ourselves? There is no shame in taking a step back for a season and giving our children more independent work. There is no shame on learning things in different ways than you would have before. And that's okay because learning is still happening. Maybe it means that you are delegating more of their education to online classes or apps or books that they can read independently, movies that they can watch, documentaries that they can watch and then write about to lower your workload, right? We talked about lowering the bar on that external productivity that you're showing. And there are a lot of ways that we can troubleshoot within our homeschool to shift our children to be more independently learning and to choose the type of learning that is easiest for us as a parent teacher. And a lot of people say, well, I don't want to do that because that's not how my children learn best. And my response to that is that our children will not always be in situations when they go out into the world where they get to learn purely in the style that most suits them. It's okay for our children to have some experiences trying to learn in a different style. And of course, if you have children with special needs, I'm not speaking to that. Obviously, that's a whole different ball of wax, and I I don't have that experience to speak to it. For me, I know that it's okay for my children to sometimes have those experiences. My kids do not love learning from online apps. However, sometimes I know in their future they're going to have to learn from online apps and it's okay for them to have that experience. That is part of their learning experience, right? Is to try to start learning in different styles every once in a while. So definitely in your homeschool, don't keep going. Don't keep pushing through. If it feels hard, honor that. Do some super sleuthing about what feels hard and do less of those things that feel hard. Super sleuth about what's working and what you can do well and do more of those things so that overall, your sort of scale in your homeschool is tipped towards being a little bit easier on you, the parent teacher. I can give an example here. When I had a baby while I was homeschooling, I gave my children purely independent work for two weeks after the baby was born. And I think it extended actually probably three or four weeks after the baby was born, but I started layering in more activities from myself. And so even at a very young age, right? So the last time I had a baby, let's see, my oldest would have been seven. So my three children were very young and I was still able to give them independent work by using apps that exist, by getting books on CD that they could listen to and read along with. And then I still read out loud to them at bedtime and those sorts of things. They watched science videos. They watched way more TV and videos than I think they had ever watched in their lives prior to that. And I think that this is a time when we give ourselves some grace and we focus on what we are doing instead of what we're not doing. Because... It's very easy to, when we're in a negative state already to be really hard on ourselves and, and let that snowball keep rolling downhill. And unless we consciously put on the brakes and remind ourselves that this is not the end of the world, if our children watch more TV and watch more videos and we give ourselves that grace, I think it's really important to stop that snowball from rolling downhill. Then if we think about the coronavirus pandemic, we just scrapped our schedule. We lost all concept of time. That's what happened to our family. Fortunately, we were not heavily affected. We all stayed healthy. Our business was 
rocky and weird and the civil unrest was definitely very difficult living close to Chicago. However, fortunately, we were already homeschooling, so we weren't thrown into this crazy new virtual learning system that every other parent seemed to be thrust into. So we were fortunate that we were already homeschooling. But since we had no activities to get to, and since we had nowhere to be, and since dad was home all day, every day for a very long time, we sort of scrapped our schedule. And at that point, I had to say, right, because it was mid-March, maybe, that everything shut down. I had to take a look at what we had. And in that situation, I said, okay, we are scrapping the daily schedule because everybody's playing. The floor is lava all day long. But here are the things I want to make sure we finish for the end of the school year. I just want to finish these things. And so it's okay to reevaluate your goals. It's okay to reevaluate your schedule. It's okay to adapt and adjust and to focus then on what you are getting done. We were finishing their schooling. We were finishing the learning that we thought was most important for the year. We were eating meals every day. We were wearing clean clothes most of the time. We were getting along way more than I thought we would get along during these circumstances. So I want to give you permission to dial things back to the point of what is of value? How do we simplify and streamline down to exactly what is of value to our family right now so that we can give ourselves grace in the rest of what's going on in our days? And so that's what I have for you today, guys. Just hang in there. Know you're not alone. Keep your perspective implement some changes in how you operate during the day to honor how you're feeling and to help you process through this new and novel situation. Have faith that you will come out the other side and you may in fact come out wiser and stronger than you were when you went in. I am wishing you all the simple things and until next time, have a great one. If you'd like to help the Simple as a New Smart podcast be visible and easily found by other homeschoolers looking for simple, I hope that you will leave a great review on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform, subscribe, and tell a friend. Thanks so much.